Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, and welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser, and I'm with my co-host, Brian Baker. Namaste. Oh, and why did we say that today? Because we have a special guest. Again, another special guest. Another special guest. We love our special guest. So today we have Naomi Hoyt. Uh, She is joining us today to talk about yoga. Um, But Naomi is a personal trainer, um, and she specializes in training uh, older adults over over a certain age 50 okay 50 and over um so personal trainer yoga instructor and she um comes to our gym at pd next steps with melissa and uh so that's where we're able to get to meet naomi and go through some exercises so i'm really excited because we talked about this initially so our topic being yoga do you do yoga i do not do yoga. okay i think you're gonna have a lot of questions which will be really good um but to talk about the different myths behind yoga, I think the first thing Brian said when you walked in is, yeah, is yoga just for women? And is yoga just for those who are flexible? So we're going to talk about those. Um, but before we dive in, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. Um, so I started training in 2012 as a personal trainer. And in, I think about 2017, I took the Delay the Disease certification to work with people with Parkinson's. And then um, fate kind of brought me together with Melissa. We have a mutual friend who's a trainer and um, we were in the gym at the same time and he introduced us. And so then I started helping her out at the gym some Mm -hmm. and eventually became um, certified to teach yoga and started teaching a 30 minute class for the clients at PD Next Steps. How long have you been doing that then, 2017? I've been uh, working with Melissa since just when she opened the gym on Taller Road, mm-hmm. and I'm teaching yoga for about two years okay. there. Okay, great. Um, okay, so let's just take a step back, and for people like Brian who might not know more about yoga, what is yoga? How would you define it? So yoga is a very ancient practice, over 5,000 years old, and it combines breathing and movement Mm -hmm. it works to bring our mind our body and our spirit together and it's it's very simple it's not complicated at all Mm -hmm. and and sometimes it's just breathing it doesn't necessarily have to involve uh, moving your body Mm -hmm. it can be simply sitting and breathing so anyone can do yoga i guess so that's what i'm hearing i think it's a good idea yes what about so people with parkinson's how does it benefit us does it benefit us in a different way or it's just better for us 
us. It does. Um, let's talk a little bit about how it benefits the general population. Okay. Uh, stress relief, improved flexibility, and improves your mood. It can have um, benefits for your heart health. So those are all you know great benefits that everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and those same benefits, of course, apply to people with Parkinson's. But there are some very specific ways that yoga can help people with Parkinson's. So um, the first thing is that it helps us become more aware of our bodies Mm -hmm. and where our bodies are in space. So just that general awareness is very helpful um, to people with Parkinson's and the way that you're moving through the world and be mindful of our bodies and what we're doing with our bodies. So Mm -hmm. that's the first one. mobility. So there have been tons of studies that explore the benefits of yoga on um, people with Parkinson's and Mm -hmm. mobility is a big one. So we know that um, people with Parkinson's become rigid. That's Mm -hmm. a symptom. And so that um, can be improved with moving, stretching, improving flexibility with yoga. They've also shown that yoga can help improve gait, Hmm. both initiation of gait. So when we start walking and the freezing that sometimes is experienced and also speed of gait. So those are big things. Like what is an example of something you would do to help with freezing of gait? Right. So in yoga, if you're standing in a certain pose or mm-hmm. an asana is what we call a pose, using your breath to help initiate that movement. Mm-hmm. And I have found that people who have trouble moving into a pose, as soon as you add the breath to that, it helps initiate mm-hmm. that pose. And the connection between your mind and body can be so strong mm-hmm. um, that if you are experiencing, for instance, freezing, if you're able to connect your breath, take a deep breath, maybe take one step back and then exhale and start to walk forward, yeah. it's it's as simple as that. So it's really about that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, balance, right? We all, everybody wants to improve balance, yeah. whether we have Parkinson's or not. Um, yoga, we work a lot specifically on balance and strengthening, especially our lower body, mm-hmm. which helps postural stability. And then flexibility. So um, we all have tight muscles. With Parkinson's, I think we all know that that becomes more Mm -hmm. and more um, exaggerated. So stretching is important. Stretching the right muscles is important. Hamstrings. Mm -hmm. Brian, do you have tight hamstrings? I do. Yeah. (laughs) I might might be able to get into a downward dog. Yeah. (laughs) So hamstrings, hip flexors. um, We do a lot of poses that stretch those out. Mm -hmm. Also, our spine. So our spine is meant to both flex and extend, all right? So we work on helping this posture. Which is what we do constantly. Right, we're all slumped over. But you're doing it right now. Our our spinal flexors become shortened. And so we work to lengthen them. Mm -hmm. Our spinal 
extenders that help us stay upright become weak. So we work on strengthening them so that those muscles that help us stay upright are functioning properly in mm -hmm. our body. And again, that mindfulness of your body and how you're sitting and how you're breathing is so, so helpful. And then I think the one of the most important ones is mood, stress, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the National Parkinson's research has shown that about half of people with Parkinson's are, ex are experiencing some kind of depression, mm -hmm. stress, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yoga helps our, what we call our parasympathetic nervous system. That's our rest and digest mm -hmm. system. Um, act more efficiently and has better output and that improves our mood huh. and it improves our ability to sleep and it improve it lessens our anxiety mm -hmm. so there are many um, different ways that you can do that through yoga we have found that just by breathing listening to your body tuning into how you feel those have real strong effects on mood anxiety sleep so patterns. Maybe it would put you in a better mood. I'm always in a good mood. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I am the the joy of life. You are. You're the joy of this this podcast too. Um I thought I was the eye candy of the podcast. You're eye candy as well. I forgot about that. So let's talk about the myths because there's a lot of myths out there um about what yoga really is. And if even thinking of my own family members who might consider or even not myself because I have done yoga, but it's like, how do we really make get people past what these myths are to get them to be mindful of how they can help themselves? Right. Lots of myths around yoga. Yeah. Probably let's the, do top five. Top five. Okay, top five. Um, you have to be flexible to do yoga. Myth. That's a myth. Hmm. That's Maybe a myth. I can so. Do it. You don't have to be flexible to do yoga. I think that um, social media, you know, we see people doing yoga and they're mm -hmm. in these crazy twists and pretzel shapes and their head, behind, their leg behind their head. Um, that is yoga, but it's not necessarily the type of yoga that somebody with Parkinson's is going to be doing. So, or anybody, or anybody. That's yeah, right. Sh shout out to my parents and my in-laws on this one. You do not have to be flexible, but this is how you can gain some flexibility. That's exactly right, right. Yeah. and that's part of yes. the benefit yes. of doing yoga. So. so eventually you will be able to put your foot behind your head. That, uh, <laughs> maybe. I mean, I can't put my foot behind my head, so. <laughs> um, to try it. <laughs> so myth number two, only younger people can do yoga. Mm -hmm. That is definitely no. a myth. Um, all of my yoga students are probably older than 60. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's very beneficial for older population and you have to be mindful of the teacher mm -hmm. and the class that you're taking there are lots of different kinds of yoga right that's the third myth is that there's only one kind of yoga there are many different types of yoga there's hot yoga that brian has talked about yes. there's Which, what is hot yoga hot yoga is a vinyasa style of yoga so that's another style of yoga in a heated room. What does Usually, vinyasa mean? So vinyasa is what you think of as flow in yoga where you're doing sun salutations. It's a faster pace okay. yoga. It feels almost choreographed. Okay. 
So not that's not one I would probably want to do. Right. If I'm so, wanting the mindful. And to get a sweat. That's right. And yeah. and there's nothing wrong with vinyasa yeah. yoga, and it's great. And, and if you want to do it in a room that's 100 degrees, yes. go for it. Um, but that's not the type of yoga that I teach. It's not the type of yoga that I have found to be most helpful for mm -hmm. people with Parkinson's. Um, so we talked about four. And the fifth one is that yoga is just for women. It's for everybody. Derek and I are going to go to yoga. You're going to be, yeah. You, you should do, can you do a night class? Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be fun. We do yoga and beer, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yoga and wine. Yeah, yoga. Like every oh. pose you get into, you drink. That's right. That's right. Goat <laughs> yoga. So, yeah, it's not just for women. It's for everybody. And for everybody, I mean all genders and everybody type. So you what don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be a certain gender. To what do about yoga. the myth that you have to have yoga pants to go to yoga? You do not have to have yoga pants to go to yoga. You can wear your shorts that you wear to the gym. And you maybe, can wear maybe wear tight shorts underneath your other yeah. shorts. <laughs> yeah, you, you might know, wear it. All right. <laughs> take a shower so your feet don't smell. If you take your shoes off. <laughs> Um, you were trying to say I got smelly feet. Uh, yeah, I was just, just yeah. making a statement. Now you're giving me a complex. <laughs> um, what, so with the five myths, um, what have you seen, especially with the PD class that you have right now? I know the people that stay on Wednesdays, they're there religiously. Right. How have you seen them change or benefit over time? Yeah, we do a 30-minute class that follows a 60-minute strength class. Mm -hmm. And um, I have taught that strength class as a substitute. I've taken that strength class, so I know that it's very intense. Mm -hmm. And and that strength class is very important for people with Parkinson's. So I don't want to ever say that you shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. But following that, what we do is 30 minutes of breathing we start with breathing we let the heart rate come down let the body relax and usually with some type of a guided meditation mm -hmm. for about five minutes and then we start moving into different poses which are stretches mm -hmm. um, and they're the same stretches that you might do at home the difference for us is that we're connecting our breath to those so okay. we're being very mindful about taking slow even deep breaths mm -hmm. as we're holding an asana or what you might call a stretch and then what I see is that people are becoming more flexible. So, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe when they first started, they could not bring their leg, if they're lying down up in the air to stretch their mm -hmm. hamstrings without bending it. Mm -hmm. And now that leg can straighten. That means that their hamstrings are lengthening mm -hmm. and becoming less tight. Um, and, and then just generally as people leave, I find that they are more relaxed. Mm -hmm. They have a certain mental energy that maybe was zapped mm -hmm. during that tough strength class. So it's very rejuvenating. Yeah. And, um, and honestly, it's addictive. Yeah. You feel so good when you finish. And you asked about, you know, how can we get people to get rid of those myths in their mind? Mm -hmm. The answer is <clears throat> come to a class. Yeah come to a class for three or four weeks and 
take notice of how different your body feels after doing that. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It can be 10 mm -hmm. minutes. You know, you can sit in a chair and do yoga for 10 minutes in your living room and get all of the benefits. So it, it can be what you need for mm -hmm. it to be. That's great. Maybe but we can have Melissa <clears throat> cut the Saturday class down to 30 minutes lifting and 30 minutes yoga so that's not gonna happen <laughs> i mean i'll come teach yoga but she's yeah. not gonna cut the length of no, the class no it's gotta be we gotta cut the class <laughs> well that's this is great honestly i know it was it was education for me you know when we were just talking about it and i know it's education a ton for of me. education it, for it me. Is. i it mean is. it's something that we really need to we need to figure out how can we incorporate it in our lives because right. again with the young onset group you know, the reason why I like I bust out of there usually right after class is because then I'm my summer. So kids yeah, are home. Sure. I got to get back to them. And it's like, but I'd love to spend 30 minutes just to myself of the, the mindfulness and the sure. body. So maybe we can figure out what we need it's to do. It's a great you thing to do on your on the days that you're using as active recovery. Yeah. yeah. So if you're working out six days a week, which I think yeah. both of you are working out probably that much, then on that seventh day, can you spend 30 mm -hmm. minutes doing It's supposed to be the yoga. day of rest anyways on Sundays. We should do it. That's right. So, you know, finding those ways to do it. And like I said, it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It can mm -hmm. be 10 minutes, yeah. you know, before the kids get up yeah. or after the kids go to bed. Mm -hmm. Or um, there's some very simple things that you can do mm -hmm. that will really help you. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much oh, for coming on. For I really me. appreciate it. It's I know we'll, we'll probably have more questions and things that hopefully you can answer for us. But uh, in our last 30 seconds, I'd like you to not forget this. Just like we're afraid of the word Parkinson's, don't be afraid of the word yoga. Take time to become more familiar with your body and its capabilities. As we learned in this episode, anyone can do yoga, even if it's in a seated position. So get it out of your head that it's just for young, flexible women. Take a 10 minute break out of your day for breathing meditation and to make some mindful movements. Your body will thank you. And until next time, thanks for tuning in. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast you are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.